Hello and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, school, work, and other things that we deal with on an everyday basis. On this podcast, topics such as faith and lifestyle will be covered and discussed. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Joyful Heart. Today, we're going to be talking about three reasons why we as Christians should not chase the world. Now, chasing the world is like chasing after worldly things. Many people often chase after money, relationship, materialistic items, and such. Essentially, worldly things are just temporary things. Things that will not last forever and things that we cannot take with us to heaven. So this topic came to mind very recently for me. As I talked about in the last week's episode, I have just been feeling very overwhelmed and just been feeling very like bleh. I had a really good worship session and I came to this realization that I had been chasing the world and wasting so much time and energy. I think so many of us honestly exhaust ourselves putting so much motivation into chasing after worldly things and obtaining them. We chase it because the world tells us to do so, yet we just end up being exhausted and drained because these things are never going to be enough to completely fulfill us in our lives. So let's get into this episode by talking about the three reasons. The first reason is, as I just kind of mentioned, we will always be empty. This is going to sound so cheesy, but bear with me. Money cannot buy happiness. Now, obviously, having like $10,000 right now would solve a lot of things for so many of us. Could make you happy, but it won't bring about a true sense of happiness. Think of all of the drama and the issues that millionaires and billionaires go through just like everyone else does. Celebrities have all the money in the world, they're often given very expensive things, and they can literally do anything they want, yet they still struggle with anxiety and depression and just any other issue that you and I would also struggle with. Leveling up in the world and obtaining more worldly things won't remove any of the issues that you struggle with. If you have depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues without money, you're still going to have it when you have money. The best relationship, the most amount of money, and the nicest things in the world won't fulfill you in the long run. People will inevitably let you down. Money isn't always guaranteed. People can lose jobs. They can lose their house. They can lose their cars. And things can honestly change. You could be quote unquote rich one year and then not rich the next year. So we cannot chase after things that aren't going to fulfill us. You know, it's kind of like eating like cotton candy. Yeah, it tastes sweet. Yeah, it tastes good. But it's not really going to nourish your body. You're going to get hungry. You're going to get thirsty. You're going to need more because it's just not enough. It tastes good at the beginning. You know, it's very sweet, but it's not going to completely fulfill you. You're not going to be full if you only eat cotton candy. And I know that's kind of like a stretch, but it's honestly true. You know, the things that we can buy are going to make us happy now, but they won't make us happy forever. And when we get lost in this chase, we're always kind of what they call like kind of like chasing the dragon. You know, for me, I've experienced this when like I had a TikTok go viral. And then for the longest time after that, I was trying to create more viral content because I like that feeling of 
having something go viral, getting a lot of likes, comments, whatever, making people laugh. But then the next one didn't get that. So it's like, okay, got to create another one and another one. It's like you're forever chasing this feeling, but the feeling obviously doesn't last forever because you're always going to need more. Some Bible verses that kind of correlate with this, starting off in Luke 16, 13. No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Colossians 3, 1 through 2. Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ, keep seeking the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. And 2 Corinthians 4.18, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Okay, moving on to reason number two. The materialistic and worldly things that we often chase after only feed our pride. Pride is truly the root of all sin. I always used to be under the assumption that pride was always correlated with having a lot of confidence. But the reality is that's not always true. You can be extremely insecure and lack confidence and still be a prideful person. Pride, you know, often pushes us to have more than the next person and be better than the next person. More than often, when we get something new or nice, our first reaction is to show it off. But in the long run, this will only feed into our pride and ego. Now, I'm not saying that we are not allowed to buy nice things and be happy about these new purchases. I swear, anytime I order off Amazon and I get it in the mail, I am so excited. I am waiting to see if it is delivered. Like, there's just something so exciting about ordering online. So I'm not saying you're not allowed to buy things or have new things or be happy about a new purchase. But when we get lost in the pursuit of worldly things, we prioritize the wrong things. You know, going off my last point, since the things of this world cannot and will not fulfill us, we are always going to need more to make us happy for the moment, just like chasing that dragon. We live in a very prideful world that likes to exclude God from the accomplishments of our lives, but put all the blame on him for all of the disappointments. We are told that if we truly, truly know Jesus, then we would be content with him and him alone. You know, we wouldn't need money. We wouldn't need cars. We wouldn't need all this fancy stuff because when you truly know Jesus and have Jesus, that is enough to be happy in life. Like you could have nothing, but having Jesus is having everything. And for so long, I never truly understood this until I just experienced many seasons away from Jesus and being distant from Jesus and just feeling very empty, just feeling like, All I was doing was being on my phone to kind of fulfill myself, but it wasn't bringing about this fulfillment. So I spent more time on my phone to distract myself from how lonely I felt and how just like off I felt. But in the end, it's never enough, you know, but the worldly things do feed our pride. Like, oh, I work so hard for this. I deserve this. I should have more money. I should have the better thing. But yeah, pride is a very tricky thing because It took me so long to realize just how prideful I was. You know, it wasn't really until I was reading through 
mirrored Christianity and the screw tape letters where I could kind of see from an outside perspective of just how prideful I was. Like, I don't remember the quote exactly, but it was talking about how sometimes we as Christians will pray to be forgiven, but we just want to feel forgiven. You know what I'm saying? Like, we like the feeling of being forgiven, of being happy, of being loved, but we don't really want to change because we are often prideful saying, oh, my sin isn't that bad or what I do isn't that bad or, oh, it's just a little white lie. Being dismissive of the magnitude of our sins is prideful. You know, once you truly know Jesus, you just realize how like dead in your sin that you are and like the life you are living is not good enough. You know, we often are so quick as Christians, especially to look at someone else and say, oh, look at them, they're so sinful, and then be unaware of our own sins or kind of ignore our own sins. But that's all built up in pride. Pride is truly at the root of all sins. And once we can break down that pride, we can truly see how chasing these materialistic things and things of the world will never be enough. Again, getting into more scripture, Hebrews 13:5. make sure that your character is free from the love of money, being content with what you have. For he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever abandon you. 1 Timothy 6, 6-10 But godliness actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment. For we have brought nothing into the world, so we cannot take anything out of it either. If we have food and covering, with these we shall be content. But those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil. Some, by longing for it, have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. 1 John 2.16 For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the boastful pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the third and final reason for today is Jesus is right in front of you. The biggest takeaway from my worst obsession is that I was so busy chasing the things of this world when Jesus was right in front of me. Jesus doesn't need to be chased. He will never need to be chased. When we seek him, he answers right away. And that was just like an, like a mind-blowing reality for me to just comprehend. Like I have been chasing after these things. But Jesus was right there in front of me the whole time. He never, ever left. Even when I couldn't sense him or understand that he was here, he was always here. You don't need to have or do anything. Jesus already chose you. Everything that you and I will ever search for in this world can already be found in Jesus. You are so loved and sought after. You were given the biggest and greatest sacrifice even before you were born. You can find love, forgiveness, purpose, joy, fulfillment, peace, security, and so much more in the presence of God. A devotion I was reading through recently explained it as essentially we are holding the key to happiness in our pocket, yet we just don't realize how easy it is to unlock that door because we have what we are looking for. When we have Jesus. We have the happiness and fulfillment that no amount of money could ever, ever buy. The thing that celebrities, billionaires, and everyday ordinary people are searching for, you have that. You have the secret to happiness and joy and peace and security that no money could buy, that no purse or car or house could bring about in our lives. And even better is that we were given this 
key to happiness for free, even though we do not deserve it. Mark 7, 7 through 8. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find it. Knock and it will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. John 10, 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. My realization of the amount of time, energy, and just effort that I have spent in the chase of worldly things such as validation, approval, social media approval, likes, all that time spent was really for nothing because everything I've ever needed is Jesus and Jesus has always been right here. You know, Jesus isn't saying, oh, chase me, catch me if you can. He's like, if you ask for me, I am there. Whenever you need me, I am here. And that was just such an eye-opening moment for me to just realize like everything I search for is found in Jesus. I just hadn't realized that yet. You know, Jesus has always been right here in front of me. Even if I can't feel him or understand him or recognize his presence, because I had been so tunnel vision on the world that I really had lost sight of him. But I know I'm not alone in this feeling, which is why I wanted to talk about it, because especially in my teenage years, like the chase was real and in college, like it was so real, but it's really unnecessary, um, which is why it's so important to get into scripture and to be reading devotions and to be listening to sermons, because these can really help to open our perspective and good worship sessions. You know, I'll definitely link down below some of the playlists I have made and that I listen to, because I think when we can really get our heart in that right position to be open to receiving the gospel, to receiving Jesus, and just open to realizing how much we need him, that's when we can have the breakthroughs that really open our eyes. But for the longest time, my heart was not in the right position. I wasn't ready to receive him. I wasn't willing to recognize him or lay down my plans for his or just realized how much of a mistake I had been making. But we can get our heart in that right position, be in the right mindset with worship music or in scripture. That's when we can have our greatest breakthroughs with Jesus and really, you know, reconnect with him like we've all been needing. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was enjoyable. I hope there's at least one thing anyone can take away from this is that just stop chasing the world. It's a exhausting pursuit that'll never bring about fulfillment. No matter how much you try, no matter how much effort you put into it, it's all going to be for nothing really in the end. If you like this episode and want to share it on Instagram, be sure to tag me at joyfulheart. If you like the podcast, it would mean a lot to share it with a friend or to leave a review on Apple Podcasts as it really does help the podcast in the long run. And I will have the show notes in the description as well as the playlist and any books that I mention. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and a very blessed week. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L-H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and at joyfulheart.com for blog posts. 
I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll catch you next week. Bye.